This is episode number 47 with Alwyn Rusli, investor at Trihill Capital. Welcome to the Masters of Cashflow podcast. My name is Andrew Senduk, a former banker turned tech entrepreneur. And in each episode, I interview the movers and shakers of the venture capital and investment space in Southeast Asia, with the only goal to help you discover how to raise more capital, build better companies, and to give you a better understanding of the people behind the biggest funds in the region. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now let's get started. All right, beautiful people, welcome to a new episode, a new day. Uh, the sun is shining uh, here in Bali, and I hope the sun is shining in uh, Jakarta as well. Uh, I'm excited because today I have Alwyn Rusli on the show. Uh, an intro through Hurston Powers. So Hurston, if you're listening, a big shout out to you. Appreciate it a lot. Um, Alwyn is an investor at Trihill Capital. And uh, Trihill Capital initially is actually a public, public equities investment firm. So kind of like traditional uh, investment company, but uh, they recently also launched their VC arm, uh, which Alwyn was part of the founding team. So I am excited today to learn more about you know, what Trihill's, why is and how they are evolving into Southeast Asia with their investment activities. Trihill, official definition of Trihill, or at least the Trihill Capital is an innovation-focused fund centered on both venture investments in Southeast Asia and public equities. And there's a strong agricultural link within the company current portfolio includes, but is not limited to, uh, Wageli, Makmur, Ruanguru, Bukuwarung, and Sichapat, and of which the latter has been doing pretty well fundraising, I think over 20, 200 million plus US, now reaching unicorn status, I think, or close to, or around that number. Uh, but Alwyn, I'm excited that you're here, man. Uh, welcome to the show. How's everything? Thank you for having me, Andrew. Things are, things have been hectic. Uh, I think Danny. 2022 has been serving us well, just like mm. 2021. I believe there's a, a lot of buzz on, on you know, pub, tech public correction, which really impacts in the, in the growth, at the growth stage companies. But I don't see things are slowing down in the, in the early seed and early stage kind of deal. So, so, uh, so, so things has been going very well here. That's, that's so interesting. Because actually, I recently I had a talk with an investor in the US, and he was talking specifically about this topic, about the corrections that are happening now in the US. Know, based pure on, on inflation and based pure on macroeconomic factors. And he was like, oh, yeah, but I think eventually it will, it will drip into Southeast Asia. But the question is more like, oh, you know, when are these corrections happening? But uh, you know, before we talk about corrections, let's talk about Trihill first. Um, like I said, from origin, kind of like a traditional public equities company, investment, investment firm. Uh, but you've been in the founding team of, of the investment arm, the VC arm. So maybe you can talk more a bit about Trihill, what you guys are, uh, what your VC arm is doing, where you guys are at and uh, how things are going at the moment. Sure. Uh, th- thanks for that, Andrew. Uh, so I, I think I just, just kind of defined Trial Capital for a while. Uh, so Trial Capital is, a, is an investment firm based in Singapore, established in 2018. Internally, we have two investment arms, like what you shared just now. So there's Trial 1, we, we, what we call internally Trial 1 and Trial 2. So Trial 1 is, is doing, I mean, they, they invest in the public markets globally with a focus in the US, China, as well as Indonesia. And then there is a Trial 2, which I'm part of the founding member of. So Trial 2 does venture investments largely in Southeast Asia. We invest in two, two asset classes. So we invest in VC funds as well as, uh, as, well as direct to startups, right? Um, so as you know, in a way, we, we, we have a fund of funds fund. At the same time, we also do, we, so do, we have a seed fund and a sort of like opportunistic fund along the way. So initially, it's, it's not like that. Initially, we, when we do direct, uh, we only invest in growth stage companies. So like you, might, you mentioned a few, Sichapat, Wanguru, 
um, homage, as Patao in Bangladesh. And then starting from 2021, when the, when the team is officially established, I officially joined in March. Um, my colleague, official, uh, Ian, is officially joining in, in, in January. We have been helping before that uh, to, to establish and, and do some investments as well. We sort of like change our strategy a little bit. So we want to enter earlier. Uh, and for, for good reasons, I'll, I'll get back to that. But, uh, and I, I want to clarify a little bit, you know, what, what, is, what is this agricultural thing? What, 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 a lot of questions typically are around there. So before jumping into trial two, so trial capital, we are an evergreen fund. So we, so we are back. Again, evergreen fund, we don't, have any, we don't have any fixed time horizon like the typical fund is. Typical fund, VC funds has like, what, eight, 10 years kind of yeah. mandate. Eight, eight to 12 years, I would say. Plus one, plus one, right? And then, um, so how we want to position ourselves because of this evergreen, evergreen fund structure is that we want to be a long-term partner for, for, for founders, um, really long-term, especially when we enter at seed. Uh, think about it. Trial two is a seed to growth fund, mm. right? And then trial one is a is a public investment arm. So we can essentially try here as a as a firm. We are a seed to public fund. Yeah. So we can be very long term partner for the founders. Uh, we are a patient capital because we don't have any fixed time horizon. Yeah. And most importantly, is we are, we are very flexible. We can come in initially, we come in at growth only, and then now we are coming at seed. In a way, we are a multi stage fund. That is that is that, that is the genesis of it. Uh, so we are backed by one of the more prominent families in Indonesia. And um, we are not CVC, to clarify. We are not CVC. We don't invest out of the balance sheet of the corporates. We, are not, we don't have any strategy angle whatsoever. So there is no inclination towards, there's no inclination towards uh, you know, agriculture, agri-tech space and stuff like that. It's just that technically we, we are independent to it, but the, the family's business is in agriculture. That's that, right? But because this is a single LP fund, uh, we are... We are uh, able to leverage the the network, network in terms of especially in the enterprise network of enterprises, network of yeah. financial be it um, be it is a uh, banks or non banks as well. So that, that that is that is something that is interesting. We have a very strong ties with with the, with the financial institutions in this case, so we can be very very strategic in in terms of uh, fintech companies. So if you realize a lot of our portfolio companies are fintech companies, <laughs> that is one that's one which is again not agriculture. In, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's and, um, so. So that's that. Independent investment fund is just backed by one single LP. Because of that, because our nature is independent, not bureaucratic at all. For now, the fund there is four of us. Uh, two two of them are the 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 founding team of of uh, of Tri Hill, the the Tri one, right? Which they come from that public investment yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, one of one is me, and then the other one is Yan. So yeah. um. All of us, uh, something unique is that all of us are all operators. Some of them are still operating their own companies and, and some of them are ex-operators like me. We, can't, we, we can't try to bring a little bit different flavor of what's going on. That, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Because you, you mentioned something really, really crucial, I think, which is refreshing to hear. You talk about patient capital, right? Because you guys, I mean, yeah, again, from the origin of Tri-Hill, is public equities, is, is, is long-term, right? And now with trial two in the VC space and the tech space, it's always going to be short, short, short. But then you mentioned something as, as, as patient capital, which I think is quite interesting, right? So if you talk about patient capital as an investor, yes, you want to you wanna go for partnerships, which of course is, 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 is great. It means that you're in for the long, the long game, the long term. But from an exit opportunity, let's say, 
for any investment, there should, there should be some exit opportunity, right? And so kind of like, I want to know what, is your, what are your thoughts about, you know, once, once you guys invest into a startup, is it always that you eye in public markets or is it usually that you say like, since you now do, let's say multi, multi-stage, right? You do multi-stage investments. What is usually kind of like the exit opportunities that you think about when investing? Or is that a theme in general for you? Like, you know, once you invest, you're already thinking about, okay, we're going to exit this two rounds later, three rounds later, or we're going to exit at IPO. Like what's kind of like the whole paradigm around exit opportunities? There's a few exit. There's only a few exit opportunities. And we believe that good companies and, and, and good exits will have typically be the IPOs. Mm. I guess that, that's fair to say that. Yeah. Um, and uh, when you go to public markets, that, that is something that, because our route is there, if you want to go to the public markets, fundamentals is very strong. It is mm. very important in this mm. case. Mm. Um, there is a lot, of, a lot of people coming in in, in in the VC space or they are in the VC space. They, they believe that they are momentum investors. Mm. A lot of paper gains that we can see, you know, they invest in very hot, comp- very hot team mm. right now. Mm. They gain 3x, 5x, 10x, 15x, or even some of them are 20, 30x yeah. on paper, but that's not exit yet. Yeah. There's just paper returns. And, yeah. uh, and, the, and, when we, and the, the unique thing about VC is that when we invest in, in companies, it is a f- at least five to eight years, the typical VC investments, eight, eight, five to 10 years. Mm. That's, that's, that's very common. Yeah. And paper gain in the year three means nothing. Yeah. Paper gains yeah. in year five means probably nothing as well. Yeah, real exit, the real returns is when you exit, right? Yeah, and yeah. again, there are only few 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 avenues to, uh, for for you know for companies for us to exit the companies, exit our positions, and the the the, the holy grail is IPO to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, it means that the company is still performing very well. Yeah, and and will continue and and it's not absorbed to some other companies. It's still independent in, in that sense. They, they they still run the vision as the founders want it to. Be. Yeah, and. Um, Again, for, for good IPOs, you need to have very strong fundamentals. So, yeah. so that, that, is, that is our angle and how we assess companies as well. Do we see exit as something that is important? Yes, for sure. I mean, Evergreen Fund, we still need to return capital. We need to return exactly. capital to certain yeah. extent. Yeah. But um, when the opportunity makes sense, there is no, there's really no reason for us to exit that. I think I, think, I, I, think I, I heard it somewhere, you know, like if it's a 50x return um, on paper and then you can exit you, at that point of time, it's awesome return for the from the investor's point of view. But uh, if we can f- another five x out of the fifty x that we have, that means we are not assessing things correctly, right? It's not really about what we have achieved so far, mm. but the way we, when we want to we want to hold into these these companies as long as it makes sense. So that is why we, we, we I mentioned about you know being patient. Being that patient is a very good point. That's yeah. a very good long term partner, really. Yeah. yeah. As long as it makes sense. So there's like two things, right? Where I'd love to deep dive into. As you want to hold on into an investment as long as it makes sense. Like that, that is number one. And number maybe to start with first is maybe you can bring me into that, um, let's say part of due diligence or part of the investment process where you say like, okay, we're going to jump in now, right? So there's like two important moments. One, when, when, you, when do you jump in and why do you jump in? And number two is, as long as it makes sense, you're going to hold on to that investment, right? So what does it mean as long as it makes sense? So Because I think what you said there is, is crucial. I think in general, like be fun, fundamental driven, right? But nowadays with IPOs like flying around, 
you know, every day there's someone going IPO and someone has unicorn status. I sometimes wonder if I critically, critically look at companies, um, fundamentals, like what are fundamentals nowadays? Like even you can go IPO it? while you're burning billions of dollars, right? Is, is that a fundamental? Like, you know what I mean? So I think maybe yeah. we, could, we could talk more about you as representing Trihill in that sense or just how you look with your, with your investor eyes. What are kind of like key criteria for you to jump into an investment, to write that ticket? And then number two is, if you say like, okay, as long as it makes sense, I want to hold on to that. What does, what does that mean on a, on a deeper level? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to start with the, 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 the later question first. What does it mean by, you know, holding as yeah. long as it makes sense, right? Think about Google. Mm. Does the VC that makes a huge return when they exit the company? Mm. Definitely, yes. Mm. The same goes with Facebook as well mm. and then some other companies, all, yeah. all, the, all, the, all the brand names. Mm. But do they still, back then, at, at, that, from, from, at that point of time, do they still hold a lot of potentials? Mm. Probably, yes. Mm. But some VCs have no choice but to exit because of the fund, yeah. the, the fixed horizon, uh, yeah. time horizon. In, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, if, back, if we were there, and we still keep holding on the companies, will we make much bigger returns and still be able to contribute to them along the way? Mm. Again, be, from returns point of view, that makes a lot of sense if we keep yeah. holding it. Yeah. We don't have any fixed timeline. We can still partner with, for the founders' perspective, we still can help them to, to, to scale the business, to grow even bigger, to really be the giants. We can be that. Uh, so that, that, that makes sense to, to us, mm. right? As mm. long as it makes sense means assessing the, the opportunities that is in hand. That is, so understanding the market seems that they can go much, much bigger. Mm. You may not need to sell at all. Or we may even double down all the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most likely yeah. coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if, you, if you think about it, right? Like, yeah. why, why should we sell? We should even double down. I mean, if we think that, if we believe that companies still can, you know, 10x, yeah. 5x, 5x, 10x along yeah. the way, at yeah. that size then, yeah. doubling down makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very interesting discussion, man. This is a very interesting yeah, discussion. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's how we see it. So that, that's, yeah. I think that is the advantage of, of um, you know, being a, um, Evergreen fund where we yeah. can be a very very long term partner to the to the founders. Yeah. But at the same time, it is also the advantage of a multi stage. We can doubling down along the way, so we can enter as early as pre-seed and doubling down, um, not in a not in shaky way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Not in shaky way. Uh, yeah. As long as uh, as across the many stages, even until public, right? That makes yeah. a lot of sense to us. Yeah. 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 As long as it, again, as long as it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's, that is that angle, and then uh, you mentioned about what is what is fundamentals. What is what is for you a key, a key driver? Yeah, a key driver to to say like, okay, we're gonna invest in this company, yes or no? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go a, a, a one big round for for this right uh, from where we were until where we are right now. Mm. So again, initially we invest only in growth stage. Yeah. So Sisapar, Wanguru. Or and those kind, those those kind of companies. These are big but tickets, right? These are really big tickets. Big ticket size, yes. Yeah. And then in 2021, we start to focus on entering earlier and earlier for for a few reasons. So so VCs, what is, what are actually VCs common value adds? They bring validation mm. uh, to the to the to the fund. So if you are invested by one these these big VC firms, you are hot companies. There's yeah, this validation yeah. that come, yeah. so you inherit. 
always say you inherit the reputation of your investors. Yeah. In that sense. That's a good one. Um, and then partner, and then these these VCs can be your uh, the VCs can be your thinking partner as well because yeah. probably they have seen a little bit more than than in, in in the market than than the founders and the founders is busy executing on the business that we can be the one who sort of like scouting the market and helping them along the way, right? And yep. then also in fundraising because of that, that validation part of the validation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fund because of the names that we bring, um, so it's a reputation game in this sense. Yeah. In this sense, right? Yeah. But what can that is the, the most common value adds that VCs bring. Some of them do have value creation team helping them in hiring, helping them on certain, you know, uh, executing. Eh, I'm yeah. not executing, but um, it's operational with marketing. Yeah. And, uh, a little bit more operational. Yeah. Right. Don't really execute them because we, yeah. busy, we, do, we don't do we don't we don't do PE style, but you, you get the gist of it. Yeah. 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 But what can what is Trihill's additional value add, which can be unique to compared to other VCs, is that not just connecting with our existing portfolios, right? Uh, and because because this will be the advantage of the bigger players, the, 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 someone who has been in the market for so long, VCs in this, in this case. But uh, what we can really bring is the, to help companies in the commercial aspects, which translates to growth. Yeah. If you think about it, when we want to invest in companies, what are, what are we trying to see? The first thing that we try to see, I mean, founders market, of course, but just as equally important is growth. Mm. This is very important. And when you, you talk about growth, it means on the front end, they have been doing very well. Mm-hmm. And we can add values there. And by add values, I mean leveraging the network of the, the LPs, uh, their network of enterprises, their network of uh, financial, with financial institutions, banks and non-banks, and some others as well. And then us, all of us, four of us are all operators. Some of us are ex-operators. Uh, we have our own network to, to leverage with. We have a um, deep network to leverage with. And uh, that's that. that. That can really help. So yeah. this in point, we can help companies to, we can help companies to, uh, to work. We can bridge companies with enterprises and these enterprises can be their clients, can be as simple as, the, as, simple as clients their, their, their partners, business partners, or even the vendors of the of the of the startups. Because again, startups typically don't connect with enterprise very well. It mm. can be the bridge to it. Yeah. With yeah. the financial institutions, financial institutions as well. Not just the thing is not just fintechs connect with financial institutions. A lot of companies, non-fintechs, are connecting well with financial institutions. Mm. Be it for debt, financial debt, be it for working capital debt, be it for invoice financing, um, be it for just licensing issues. Or co-creating products, yeah, that's what we can help as well. Yeah, when yeah. you have you're building new products with these brand names, uh, with these financial institutions, you you leverage their names, their their strong brand names. You leverage their you you don't need to acquire licenses now. You can partner with them. Yeah, and and this unlocks growth. If you think about it, and yes, if we come in in a growth stage, all these value adds, all these you know com- value adds in the commercial and and which translates to growth again. Will help definitely help these growth stage companies, but it's nice to have kind of you know mm. value add. Yeah, like, why growth stage companies? The rocket ship is there. Yeah, we just pump in more fuel and yeah. you know add a little bit one, one, an additional booster or two. Yeah, when they have like five ten boosters already. Yeah, that is why we starting from twenty twenty one we invest a little bit earlier. We come, I would say, a little bit, a little bit is a little as an understatement. We come as early as we said, right? And this kind of help commercially, which again translates to growth, I can't keep emphasizing this, is that it really moves the needle of the 
of the of the startups. Back in back when I was I, I was running my own company, I, this is the kind of help that I really would appreciate because you don't have any, you you are, you are nobody. Even if you can be ex a former employees, former executives at this company, that company, that this startup, that startup, that can help you a little bit. Mm. But again, there's only so much you can do on yep. your own. Yeah. And then with with a with someone that comes into your cap table as an investor, and and you know connect you with the right people, with the right enterprises, with the right institutions, and uh, that really goes a long way. Yeah. To, to them. And um, that is that is why we enter early. Yeah. So a lot of people enter early because they want to have a foot on the door only for that, you know, get in earlier, a cheaper valuation in a way, and, uh, you know, and then double down along the way, or yeah. maybe just prorata along the way, right? exercising their prorata rights along the way. But for us, it's because we know that we have these value adds, and these value adds can be very meaningful to the early, early stage startups or even pre-seed. And we want to, wanna, and again, we can be a long, very long-term partner for them. That is our angle. Yeah, there's no rush. Um, eh? I, I like that a lot. So, so there's no good. rush. Yeah, that's very um, good. We we run we, we used to uh, uh we used to run our own companies as well. We run our own companies as well. Mm. Still running our own companies as well. We we as founders we have pressure ourselves enough. We don't need additional pressure. Good founders, <laughs> they will pressure themselves, you know, to, to for growth, and we don't need additional pressure. Within. Yeah, that good founders. That, yeah, yeah, that that is uh, that is definitely true. There's uh, there's already so, a lot so, enough on your plate. Yeah. So. Enough on your plate, as in in the in the pressure plate. There are so many plates there, <laughs> but you know, in terms of pressure, you have enough. Now you need someone who can be who 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 you can you know work with very closely with, help you you know advise you along the way. Yeah. And uh, really move the needle, not just yeah. advice. Yeah, that's 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 great, man. And what are usually and the ticket sizes that you do? We talk about really let's say if you also do like pre-revenue, for example, you do really early stage. Like what is, what are the flavors that say that you that you write? Like if you look now, uh, you look back at portfolio. Of course, you got the Rwangurs and Sichapats, but those are. At least double digits, uh, double digit rounds, I assume. Uh, but what, what's kind of like the, if you look back, what's what are the sizes? I did bring this up a little bit that we are not a shaky investor. Mm. That um, in terms of ticket size, definitely we can afford to take the entire, especially in the in the in the, in the seed stage, right? But uh, that's not our play at all. Uh, we believe that yes, we may be a little bit special. We have this aspect. We can this this value add that we can bring to 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 early stage startups. Which they will value a lot, but we still be, we we fundamentally believe that every other VCs bring their own flavor to it. Mm. Yeah. So when we come into a round, we wanna we wanna be uh, we wanna be we do, okay. We don't wanna come in alone. We wanna come in with everyone, which everyone will bring different different value adds. Mm. So typically we 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 will ask the founders what kind of help do you need, mm. and in a way we will we will form the form. We'll come in. I wouldn't say. We will make certain intros to certain funds that we think the founders, the kind of help that the founders, yeah, and they can provide, and see whether that is outfit. So mm. that that is typically the case. Mm. Um, ticket size again. Typically, what, what is what is what is round construct looking like? Um, they can uh, in the early stage if they in the early stage and growth, emerging growth and growth stage are different. But let's say in a typical construct, the, the dilution. Let's say dilution is typically about twenty percent, mm. roughly, right? You can raise two million. Seed seed companies can raise one million at twenty percent dilution. Pre A companies, let's say three million, five million. Some of them eight million already uh, at twenty percent dilution. Twenty twenty mm. plus ish. You know, mm. Mm. Series A is slightly higher, but six similar dilutions. And then 
Series B, Series C, D, or probably dilution a little bit lower. But again, the, the game is actually what the game is. What kind of percentage ownership do you want to give into this? Yeah, investors that that's coming in this round. Yeah, yeah. So rather than ticket size, right? Yeah, because ticket size is different along the way. Mm. For us, that that's how we see it. Yeah. Um. Then the founders are willing to give ownership at different stages to different VCs, and again, that's how we see it. We want. We are looking for a, more of a target ownership rather than uh, by ticket size. The nominal value of the ticket. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's say the, the dilution is 20% at pre-seed level, seed level, you know, mm. or, or pre-A. A. 20% is a, is a rough time, right? Um, we, aim for, we aim for about 5 to 10%, yeah. percent, which means we won't take the entire run for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you will at lead that. We, we, we can you lead could, it. You could lead. You could lead. At 10%, 10, 20, 10% we can lead yeah. or co-lead right? uh, but if at 5% we are not leading at all yeah. that we are not leading at all mm. um, so, so that's that we can be a follow-on in that sense mm. uh, we, can, we, can, we can lead as well though mm. our sweet spot typically is in the, in the 7 to 10% yeah. so lead or co-lead for our first check-in in the early in the, in the, in the early like seed seed pre-seed yeah. pre-A yeah. round we want to we want to have that but and we will double down along the way. Double yep. down is not prorata rights. You really want to top up. Yeah. Right. But our again, our goal is not to own 30% of the companies. Yeah, 20% yeah, yeah. of the company. Not our goal at all. Once we hit certain level, which the founders thinks, which the founders are comfortable already, we'll stop. We'll maintain that. Yeah. Because what this is not about us having the money to, to, to top up. It's about the founders want to construct the cap table. So that they they have those boosters. Yeah. So the, we, can, we we won't we don't want to be the only booster. We will just come in double down along the way, increasing our ownership to such an extent until the founders think you know. It's enough. We, we need we need space for other players. Let, let, let them let them in then. You know? Yeah, that, that's a very good point, man. Like uh, even like because when you look at let's say the the headlines or we look at you know certain rounds, certain valuations. I mean, oftentimes we just look at oh he raised fifteen million dollars, you know, valuation fifty million dollars. Uh, but actually, the question is like you like you articulated. I think it's how as as a startup as a startup founder, right? Like how much percent do we want to allocate to which investor? Which which brings me to a topic which is which is also interesting. Like me as a startup founder. Like, you know, bottom line, I, I, I see like I need to expand. I need to hire people. I need marketing budget. So I said, like, oh, I need to have like $15 million to have like runway for the uh, coming three years, for example, right? Whoever can give me the money, give me the money. So at least I can operate. I can scale this business to the next level. So it also requires startup founders to be a bit more savvy into, into saying, okay, you know what? Uh, okay, I want Trihill. I want uh, 1982. I want uh, whatever type of fund. To, to join my cap table. So how, how would you advise startup founders? Because I think what you said is crucial. As a startup founder, you need to think about who do you want on your cap table, right? Who do you want on your cap table and how much percent of equity do you want to give them in exchange for money? That's the that's bottom line. But as a, as a startup founder, how would you advise startup founders then to create that scenario? You know, where I say like, okay, I need to raise $15 million. I want to have these five investors and each investor I want to give three to five percent. Like what, what advice would you give? What, what advice would you give startup founders in at least being more intentional about this and how to kind of like make that ideal scenario? 
you need to value every VC then for a certain percentage, right? Like, how do you do that? Uh, this is definitely not, not an easy question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, it's not. But I think it's interesting. It's very interesting, right? Because I think that that's kind of like the, the it should actually be the starting point of your whole fundraising show. Uh, and it, you know? Of course, of course. And and uh, and to, to to answer that, I need to go back to our, you know, to our point. Why do we, why do we have this target ownership? You know, five to 10% um, as our first check-in. It really, it really goes back to the founders because do, do they really need us to help them commercially? Um, you know, to help them to grow the companies even more? Mm. Do they need our, that value out of ours? Because if, if, they, if they don't need it, we can go lower than that. We can just be a financial investor in that sense. Don't, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. our play. Yeah. That's not our play. Yeah. Um, we typically want to help in a non-controlling way. Also, yeah. very important key. Yeah. Uh, if the founder thinks the company is good, it's good. Uh, I mean, are good. They, and then they are good. They are right. This is their companies. They know more than us, much more than us. Yeah. They want to come in as someone who know it all about the companies because they yeah. are the one who, they are the operators. They they let us know what kind of help they need. If they if we can help, I mean, we'll share what makes sense and what don't make what 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 don't make sense. Also, don't want to overpromise things. Just be honest, be real about it. What we can help, what we can't help, and we will help you in in those that we can help. Yeah. Right. But mostly we can help though. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but th- that is the case. That's yeah. the case, right? And um, you want to overpromise, yeah. And, and you know, coach you along the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, if you if you if you really want to help our help in the in, in that sense, the thing about helping uh, why I think a lot of VC, a lot of VCs may not wanna do this, even though everyone is connected to everyone, is revolves around what is a, is a very uh difficult subject to to share is that uh. Difficult as in difficult to share as in, it's everyone may see it differently. Is that yeah. there is this certain social capital that you are deploying, yeah. When you are helping, when you are helping, um, portfolio companies to partners, you know this and that. Yeah. There's this this a, a social capital element that comes to it. So, yeah. as a as a fund, when we invest in those, when we invest in those companies. We are not, not just deploying our financial, I mean, our cash, right? It's not yeah. just that kind of cash. Yeah. yeah. If you want our help in the commercial and commercial and, uh, and which again, transfers to growth, can I emphasize that enough, is that we are deploying our social capital as well. Yeah. Not just try as a firm. Yeah. Um, but the individuals as well, the, the, social capital, the social capital of the individuals. This is very, this is very important. And yeah. uh, is it, this is not, this, this is not an infinite capital in, 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 in a way. Yeah, right. that target ownership five to ten percent for our first check-in. It's because we we want certain ownership of the company for us for it to make sense for us to deploy our yeah. social capital. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. And uh, you know, coming back to coming back to the the question, what how do we advise the founders? Mm. Is as simple as what kind of help do you need for for the company mm. to move forward, right? Yeah. Like if you, if you don't need, I mean, if the founders are are, are is a super founder. It's a you know, it's a it's super founders. I don't know how to put it. It's a super founder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they are super founders and they know they, they don't need help in the commercial side at all, then we you don't need to allocate a lot to us. Yeah, yeah. Because we we can't help anyway. Like yeah, we, there's no ego of we won five percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many percent? It doesn't it doesn't make sense to, to both parties? Yeah, it has to be a win win. If yeah. we, if they they don't need this this help from ours. We will go down. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the 
we we ask for lesser allocations. Yeah. On ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And again, there's no ego attached to it. Yeah. Uh, but and that will that should be the case for, you know, the way founders see how they how they allocate the 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 how they allocate their percentages. Yeah. To different investors. Yeah. Assuming that they have the luxury to to pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Assuming they have the luxury to pick. Yeah. That is that that will that will be my advice. So I won't. I wouldn't say even advice. I, won't, I don't want to direct anyone in anyone in to, to 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 any direction. Yeah, it's just let 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 them have a. The founder should think long and hard on what kind of help they need. Yeah, and uh, and you know, and ask the in VCs right. What kind of help do you can act, can you exactly. actually provide? Exactly, exactly, actually yeah. provide. Yeah, not just. Yeah. Not not just you know not just you know on the website. No no no. But 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 I think I think that's 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 a good point, man. I mean, uh, in a, in an in an area or in an in a region where you know the VC climate, the VC ecosystem is still very quote unquote infant. It's still very early compared to compared to Europe, compared to for sure compared to US. Uh, there will be VCs popping up uh, every. Every week, every month, you know, and then, but but that, that is the reality, right? The whole ecosystem is yeah. evolving. Um, as a VC, I mean, I would love to have your thoughts. I mean, even as a new VC, even though you are part of a of a bigger a bigger investment firm, but but the VC arm of Trihill Capital is, is quote unquote is newer. What are your thoughts about diversifying or, or being being unique, standing out as a VC firm versus? What the rest of the market is doing? Like, how do you how do you get your deal flow? You know, and and about about added value again. I mean, the added value of you know, let's say operator led funds, which I'm a super big fan of, by the way, is, is I think crucial. But then there there are more operator led funds, right? There are more operator led okay. funds. So 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 I think uh, how do you get your deal flow as a, as a quote unquote new newer fund? How do you how do you manage that? And and number two is how do you your thoughts around around being unique, standing out as a VC firm amongst amongst you know an ever evolving uh, VC ecosystem, and and you put it in a way that we are competing, but actually we are not. VCs are not supposed to compete. That's how I see it. Okay, yeah, uh, that's beautiful, man. I think I think I think I think venture investments. This is this 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 is my personal view, yeah. which I think Trihill is 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 embracing as well. Is that Venture investing is a team sport. Mm. Uh, it's not a one-man show. So again, everyone brings their own values, and um, everyone bring, brings their own values, their own value adds. Yeah. Uh, which can definitely help the founders, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, so, so that's that. <laughs> we are just <laughs> yeah. with yeah. the others. We are not competing. In that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when we come in, we also want to bring in others, mm. which we know can complement. The founders, yeah. not compliment us. It's to compliment the founders. Mm. They are the center of the the the, the universe here. Right? Yeah, yeah. We are just the cheerleaders. Yeah. In a way, I, I like to put it: VCs are, we if the if the if the if the founders are the drivers of the cars, VCs are the one who build the tall roads. We build the infrastructure for them to, to succeed. Yeah. So it's not just to put in fuel in in, in the gas tank. Everyone can everyone can can do that, especially now. Yeah, we want to build the tall roads for them, so mm. we need to work as hard. I won't say as hard, but we need to work very hard to uh to the founders. I mean, founders, they 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 go through a lot. Yeah, mentally, emotionally, you know, in the business as well. Yeah, and and um, 
our job is to build to build a toll road for them yeah. infrastructure in this case yeah can we one one VCs build everything on our own everyone's trying to do that but I don't think I don't think we can do that I don't mm. think any VCs can do that yeah. to do to do that right yeah. alone yeah so everyone is good at certain parts of theirs and it's just of it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's a matter of mix and match for for different companies mm. for different, the way different founders see it right mm. so, so that's that mm. and and um, how we what is it why we are different uh, again I think not a lot of VCs out there can really help in the commercial side yeah and the front end side that helps yeah. them to really grow yeah and to have a very meaningful like partnerships yeah uh, meaningful um how should I put it when someone is in a you know somewhere someone votes for you that really matters especially yeah. when you're yeah as simple as that yeah yeah and that is what we can that is, that, that is the difference that we we bring yeah and uh, we are young yes um like you say relatively new to, to the space but things have been very busy for us it's not that we are it's not that we are lacking of deals deal flow from, yeah 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 from 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 perspective uh, from investors point of view yeah right? investors perspective because I think when we work with founders, we work very, again depending on. Uh, typically, we work very closely with our founders. Most of them, there is certain, and and the, the feedbacks have always been positive. So I, I like to put it this way that rather than us trying to self promote ourselves that we are the best or we yeah. have certain angles that we are we are good, we are great, la 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 la. <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as. Talk to our portfolio founders. Let them share the on. Let them share their honest feedbacks about us. Yeah, we suck at this. We are good at this. Yeah, we are awesome at this. Yeah, yeah. And those, those, those founders, our founders, not their founders, is our one. In this case, is that they will help us to. If you do, if you do good things, it's it's a karma thing, right? If you yeah. do good things, you're really helpful. You really fulfill a promise. You're up. For, Upfront, you 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 mentioned about ABC, and you really do it. You know, really, and if along the way, we really fulfilled up, up to fulfill our promise in in that sense, how how should I put it? The the that, that's when wonders happen. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I so, think, so, I think, yeah. The, I think the karma one is is really. I in in several interviews actually, I've heard this that VC is a karma game, right? And. Uh, yeah. kind of what goes around comes around and, and what you said I think it's almost like a, an NPS like a net promoter score for VCs right if your founders exactly. if your founders become your ambassadors and through those founders as you create the the, the reputation right? you create the reputation which is going to echo through all the different chambers that entrepreneurs and founders are active in so I think that's beautiful man that's, that's, and, that's and uh, do, doing it and, and again I don't think we are competing with other funds because every funds will have their own their own business, uh, yeah. I mean, their, their own value adds, yeah. their own way of approaching things. Yeah. Some of them can be a little bit shocky. I'm just going to say out there. Yeah. Some of them are, some of them are very friendly. Yeah. We want to be the collaborative ones, not just yeah. to the founders, but to the, to the, to the, our peers as well. Yeah. Not because we are young. We need to be, we need to be, we need to please them. It's not, it's because again, different value adds. I can't emphasize this enough. And, yeah. and, uh, and uh, founders will, founders it goes back to founders what they need and stuff like that. So when we invest in few companies, it just flows because yeah. the amount of help that we provide, not to not to over promise here, but the, typically we are the first few guys, I would say uh, even the first guy to be caught by those fund, by, by our founders in yeah. this case. Yeah. Um, 
on on many things. Yeah. Many, many things. Yeah. Sometimes I find it funny as well because they have board members. So on, on deals that we are not the board members, on deals that we are just a full-on investors. Mm. We are just a cool lead, right? They reach out to us first, then the others. It's like, yeah. But that happens. Yeah, that's beautiful, and man. That, that speaks volume as well. Yeah, on yeah, the kind sure. of on who, on who we are. Yeah, so, that's so that, beautiful. That is that. And, um, and maybe to answer your question just now, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit about what are fundamentals, right? Especially coming, I mean, understanding our perspectives now, the way we see good uh, companies, we want, we want to hold long, long, long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than just the typical time horizon of our VC funds. Uh, what is, what is, what, what, it means we want to invest in companies that can be the next industry leaders. We have to call it the, the future leaders of the yeah. industries, mm. right? And when we invest, be it in the, in the growth stage or, or in a pre stage, that is something that you want to see. Yeah. Can can they can they be can uh, do they have the potential to be industry leaders? Mm. And this goes a long way, not just in terms of the market, the market landscape, not just on the on the products that they are building, but also on the founders. Mm. Again, founders is the center of the is the center of the universe here. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they definitely they are not someone. They may not be most of the time. I would say they are not someone who have led unicorn the cacorn kind of company yeah 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 yeah. which is okay yeah which is definitely okay but do they have the grit do they have the ambition ambition grit commitment and integrity mm. to, to 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 build this kind of companies mm. and, and and i would say everlasting companies in that sense yeah, yeah. where we want to partner with and that that is really important because when we want to invest in companies we are we are essentially working with them for that long exactly yeah. And do we want to work with them? <laughs> that, that is very subjective. No? We want to yeah. work with them. Mm. But going back to the fundamentals is that, firstly, I would say the, the landscape of the markets, this is very important. Mm. Okay, there's, there's no order to it. I'm just going to, it's a bullet point, not, not, yeah. not an order. Yeah, yeah. So, so the market, right? Beca- because when we pull the trigger for investment in a series A round and a, in, in, a, in a growth stage round, Defin- is definitely very different with the seed stage. And this, this is particularly tricky. This is very, very tricky, I would say, especially when we are entering early and uh, in, the, in the early rounds. We try to have our first check-in in the pre-seed to pre-A, uh, pre-A rounds. We want to partner very early. Mm. And um, a lot of the product is not, is not there yet in a way that it's not 100% product. There is no 100% product market fit. Yeah. There is... 50, 60, 70 percent at best. A lot of them are still 30 percent. Yeah. Um, so when we want to pull the trigger, firstly, we want to understand the market in the sense that there is really a need for the market of, of the of there's really a gap there. Yeah. By gap, it can be problems, by gap, it can be consumer behaviors, a shift in consumer behaviors, uh, or it can just be as simple as there's a demand for it, a long-term demand for it. Again, mm. we're not investing for three, 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 five years. We're not investing in facts. Yep. We're investing in uh, real fundament. There's mm. a true fundamentals there. Mm-hmm. Something that is some, some. There's demand for it, you know, in the long run. So that is on the market side. That is important. So we do a lot of, I would say, market mapping and yeah, yeah. landscape analysis. Um, just to be able to come to, to be comfortably pull the trigger. Yeah, that is important on the market side. 
we do a lot of market mapping and and in, uh, and, and, lands, and landscape analysis there across the different industries, right? Because the product is not there yet. We don't we can't just simply plug in even even at CSA. Okay, there's a there's a let's say hundred percent PFM at mm. best. Mm. In in the ideal case, they have hundred percent PFM, which typically are not. They can also add their add their their product varieties as well. So it's a very dynamic space. Yeah. And then understanding the market, truly understanding the market is very important. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of a lot of VC, a lot again a lot of the seed seed funds early stage funds they like to you know there's momentum you know just 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 invest. But we are a little bit different. We try to understand the market that there. Not, in, yeah. not not being conservative here. It's just it's ten years. Yeah, we are not looking for paper gains. No, no, exactly. I think that's a very good good example of 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 different of a different way of looking at it. Maybe perhaps right. Where in your case, it's it is more long term. It's more market mapping, market research to really understand that the the market that these founders are playing in. That that at least on a long term, from a long term view, you understand where the market is going, and that would be a that would be an important fundamental on on pulling the trigger. Yes or no? There will be different. There will be industry different incumbents, different yeah. uh, players. Yeah. Uh, be it be it startups or just in general mm. if there is this if there's this these players coming in trying to solve this particular uh, uh try to fill in the gap this particular gap in whatever product whichever yeah. the product they, they want to build but yeah. they are trying to fill the gap what are the market response to it and stuff yeah. like that is very understanding the market deeply it's, it's important it's crucial and secondly again there's no order to it bullet, 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 bullet points is that to understand the founders like I, I said a little bit just now, do they have to commit? They, they, they may not be the one who runs uh, of their current valuation companies and stuff like that, but do they have the, do they have the, the grit, mm. the ambition, ambition mm. and grit needs to come both ways. I like, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be a dreamers. Mm. Uh, the, the commitments, not just coming because, mm, oh, I think VCs can fund this business now. Let's, let's jump into it. Because this kind this kind of founders typically won't last. They will keep chasing the the, 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 the next shiniest thing. And they're not building their own companies. Yeah, true, true, true. That happens. Yeah. And, th- and and most importantly is integrity. Do yeah. they have the integrity to, to be honest about to themselves? Mm. Because running companies is not easy. Yeah. Building building companies is not easy. Building mm. companies with hyper growth is even worse. Mm. It's not it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, if I want to run a business, I just, I can be, I can be, I can do something small, and that's it. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. But yeah. being building a company that is with a high growth kind of um, pace is different. Yeah, pace. Yeah, yeah it's pace. different. It's, it's, it's yeah. very, very different. And yeah. uh, we, 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 we experienced it before. So mm. we, we don't want to come in as someone who push. Why don't you two X last month? Metrics and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, like, 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 hack that man. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah that's a, that's you know, a whole different, whole different pressure that VCs are going to give. Uh, uh, which is there, there's ups and downs to, yeah. to, 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 to running a business. Definitely, there's ups and downs. Yeah. Sometimes there's a good year. Yeah. Always, there's a good month or, or good quarters. I always share to them that don't be too happy. This is just the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they go to the the same, the same, the same, the same. You know. Uh, I can I can I can fit in this insert this quote. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is don't be too sad. This is just you know this is just the beginning and yeah. and just one quarter out of the many quarters that the hundreds thousands of quarters that you are looking at. So yeah, it's very, very very minor thing. Yeah, and um and but the thing is, do they have the integrity to 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 share their learn their ups and downs to yeah. share their to be truthful to it because some founders 
think that VCs are your boss. Mm. You should share all the good things to to your mm. boss only, mm. and mm. that's the wrong way to approach it. Yeah. Because this is your company. Yeah. You are the boss. We are the cheerleaders. Mm. We are building the toll roads for you. Let us know what we can help. Do you need a toll road that is very that is that is very rocky because your car happens to be a, a jeep? You know, yeah, a jeep, right? Yeah. Or let us know you the kind of toll road that you want to be. Say, let's just a, it's just a straight straight yeah. way all the way yeah. because you you happen to have a Bugatti. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and case like that. Yeah. So I love that, man. And how we can help there. Yeah. So it, that, that kind of, that, that's where integrity comes in. Mm. And we want to be a through, and we want to be the, those, those, those first few that the founders are, are, are reaching out to us. Yeah. Uh, they're reaching out. I mean, yeah, we want to be the first few. Yeah. And uh, not to judge them, but to, you know, help them. There. Help them. Help them on the journey. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Another part to, to fundamentals is, Definitely, can it generate free cash flow by the end of the day? Mm. Mm. Because the public market is gonna judge, gonna gonna in a way judge them, you know, in that sense. Um, we run, we are not, we are not running charities, we are running a business, and not in a not in a not in a bad way. Because if we actually provide values to others, we or to others, it can be and consumers, it can be. Business as clients, I mean, enterprises as clients, it can be institutions, financial institutions, whatever those, whatever that others are, um, yeah, that others is. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you provide value to others, you, you should generate values to yourself as well. Yeah. Very uh, true. And when, when they actually solve, and, and now, now, now connecting it back to the, to the market side, the market aspect, right? If they provide values to others, I know it sounds very cliche-ish now. It sounds very cliche now, right? Uh, but if you provide values to others, is there a way for us to, for, for the, these companies, eventually to generate values to themselves? Yeah. Which yeah. along the way, eventually will translate to free cash flow. Yeah. 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 One way or another, right? I mean, yeah. you throw, throw money to the market, everyone will take it. Yeah. And you are a charity. Yeah. Which is not wrong at all. Mm-hmm. It's just different objectives. Yeah, no, I love that. We, 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 we are in business of investing. For us, and for the founders, we are in the business to generate values to both their customers and themselves. And by when when we are part of these companies, then you're part of the value chain. Yeah, you're part of the whole the whole uh, value chain, right? Uh, we will we'll get value as well, and we want to see whether these companies have the, by understanding the market, can they create. Monetize it. Can they monetize essentially? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. the values that they provide to others, yeah. and eventually we generate to free cash flow. So in growth stage, imagining it is it's not difficult. It's yeah, there. yeah. The businesses it, are there. Yeah, I think it's more in early stage. In more, it's more in early stage where there's still a bit more guessing and it's still more a bit more projections, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right. So, but in grocery, it's also a little bit different because hmm. sometimes the traction looks very nice, very very nice. Yeah, yeah. it can be. Quantitatively, it is important. It is. It looks very nice, but yeah. also understanding the fundamentals, right? Yeah. They, is this an incentive-driven traction? Yeah. Incentive-driven growth, no yeah. Because it looks good because of incentives. Because again, if you throw money to the market, 
the market will absorb it. Oh more, man, like yeah, I, I think on this one we can definitely uh, we can dedicate a different episode on this because uh, I know <laughs> I know a thing or two about incentive driven growth. Um, well, to be very honest, I think if you look now at most of the unicorns, uh, I think uh, the majority of the revenue is actually incentive driven growth. So from that perspective, uh, we can we can talk for hours about that one. But I just yeah. uh, just to respect uh, respect uh, uh, the time. Also, I just, I want to ask you one last question, uh, Alwin. A lot of learnings, and, and I love and I love like a few of the, the themes that you dropped here, which which are kind of like contra in that sense, you know, more like a super long term and you know multi stage from early to to, to, to public markets type of uh, paradigm, and, and, and I love that. Yeah, and I, I love those I love that those, those angles. But I, I want you to uh, to imagine a day far far away into the future, right? This is, by the way, an introduction to my final question. I want you uh, I want you to uh, imagine a day far far away into the future, and uh, on this specific day in the future. There is a search engine, and in this search engine, I'm gonna I'm gonna type in the name Alwyn Rusley, right? And uh, I there's no LinkedIn, there's no Facebook, there's no Instagram, there's no uh, there's no uh, profile picture on the Trihill Capital website. There, your your full digital footprint is actually gone, it's erased. And the only thing that I can see or that I can find are three bullet points, and these three bullet points they represent Alwyn's life lessons to the world. What would those three life lessons be? Uh, <laughs> Doesn't have to be investment related, by the way. Eh? I mean, it can oh, be course, anything, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I would say, firstly, is um, great things take time, mm. as they should. Mm. The most important one is, and in what I mean by this is, you gotta, you gotta have convictions in things that you do. Mm. Because no matter how good you are in whatever things that you are doing, if you don't have convictions that you can achieve results, you will you will you will, you will switch boats eventually, mm. uh, or even not not eventually you will switch boats very early. Yeah. So having convictions is important, mm. and and what comes with convictions also patience. Yeah. You need, you need the patient. You need the patience. To execute, to, to be there, because again, going back, great things take time, yeah, yeah. as they should, yeah, right. And then um, that is what I think. Uh, that that will be that will, that, that is how I think my life is. Mm. That's how I. It's not just in again, not just investing, but also mm. the way, the way, the way, the way I see things in general. Beautiful. Second one is don't be an asshole. Because a lot of people out there are, are, I mean, it, it's not wrong to be to, to to care about yourself, which is important. We we are not charity, mm. uh, providing values to others. We also, we also generate values to ours to ourselves mm. to be sustainable. Mm. We are not we are not we are not running a charity organization here. But again, that doesn't mean that you don't you need to be an asshole to, to do that to to be sustainably generating values to both sides, right? And uh, so the spirit is to serve. But not to please. Mm. When you're pleasing others, you are you you you, you do you, you take everything out of you yep. for others. Yeah. And it's not sustainable. Mm. Pleasing others is not sustainable. Mm. But it's to serve others mm. on things that we think we can help, help them. Or on things that we can't help, let them know we can't mm. help mm. because we, we can't. And there's no there's no there's no wrong about there's no way about it. You know? mm. Mm. No, there's no way to, to put it. Don't, don't don't be an asshole. It's, it's a very simple thing. Right? It's a very human thing. And then um, and the third one is that 
people will learn your worth eventually, but it is not our job to care about it. Mm. No. Mm. Because great things take time. Mm. Yeah. Love it, man. Those are very uh, thought, thought of uh, points. I love it. I love it. Uh, great things take time. Hey, um, Alvin, where can people find more about Trihill or where can they connect with you? Are there any links or websites where they should go? Yeah, there's this. I mean, we are at the moment we are quite media shy. <laughs> Initially, we are we are quite media shy. That's why you may not heard of us. Uh, but things are changing. Uh, we have a website now. <laughs> Just launched at the end of last year. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, that is that one too. So you can reach out to. You can go to trialcapital.com. Look out for us uh, to understand a little bit more. For very brief one. Uh, but to reach to really reach out to 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 everyone here, just drop us. Just add our LinkedIn. Drop us a message. We will reply you. Event. We will reply you. I mean, I'm not the best. <laughs> I'm still suck at it. Uh, sometimes I just want to say this to, to everyone. I'm so sorry for those people that I happen to, re- to reply a little bit late. Or you know, a lot of things in on your to do list happen to miss certain ones. Uh, I'm not, and also I'm not the, the the most organized person out there <laughs> because, and hence that that creates another problem on its own, or that or even snowball the problem. But uh, if you reach out. Just if you want to reach out, just add our LinkedIn. You know, uh, message us. We will definitely be be there to 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 connect with you. All right, awesome. I'll, I'll put I'll put all the links in the show notes. Uh, the Trial Capital website. I'll put the uh, Trials uh, LinkedIn as well, and also your uh, your LinkedIn, your, your personal LinkedIn, so people can yeah. uh, reach out to you. Uh, Alwyn, I I love your journey, man, and and I think it's just a beautiful beautiful stage where where the fund is in. I mean, you recently just launched your website, and it's been. Uh, it's been early stage, but uh, but I I believe the beautiful things are, are happening. Your best days are ahead of you, and uh, looking forward where Trihill is going to evolve into, and how the team is going to evolve. So um, thanks again for today. Thanks again for sharing, and I, I hope to see you soon, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Masters of Cashflow podcast. If you found this episode valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you can leave a rating and review. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.